Run. What's up, y'all? My name is CJ, and this is Marco, my co-host, coming at you with the first ever episode of Duality, Men's Mental Health with Marco and CJ. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself first. Instagram handle at CJBradley96. And uh, I'm a New York City kid. I grew up in a fairly decent neighborhood. I come from a fairly stable home in the way of finances and emotional support. My parents might not have always been together, but they were definitely always there for me. Because of that, I was able to take advantage of some opportunities in life, like going to a private university, going to a college prep school before that. I've had a decent life. Not gonna neglect my own intelligence, but well, I'll let my co-host Marco <laughs> tell you a little bit about himself. Thank you, CJ, and mm -hmm. I'm uh, glad to be here. Thank you for having, oh, having no me worries. on. You went through a lot of work just to put this up, man. Absolutely, man. You're going to be here every this week. This young man's <laughs> all about it, man. This young man is a definition of, of wake up and grind. Anyways, uh, my name is Marco. Uh, I'm a Texas boy, so I was born in the beautiful, beautiful Lone Star state of Texas, where I was brought up pretty much around the entire Metroplex. I uh, was born and raised in this uh, little town called Oak Cliff. Uh, so I was kind of introduced to a lot of like diversity and all that stuff already as a kid. And as I got older, you know, both my parents trips apart, I got divorced. So I got to live two different lives, which taught me two different things, really. Growing up wasn't always easy. Definitely a lot more downs and ups, but I am very, very grateful to have endured what I endured. Had I not gone through any of that, I uh, probably wouldn't even be sitting here with CJ today. I'd probably just be at home in my mom's basement somewhere, jerking off to pornography and paying OnlyFans models. I think the whole point of this podcast is to really cover the aspects of, I want to say mostly men's mental health, but mental health in general. It's a very, very uh, sensitive subject for me because I am a man who who is conflicted daily, but through exercise, through knowledge, through having the right support system, I have learned to overcome and fix that. And I am hoping that we can both be on a mission to help whoever is out there willing to listen to us out as well. Well, I think you you really hit it on the head. Our mission is really to just improve other people's lives. There's a lot of things that I can learn from someone like yourself. And in retrospect, there's a lot of things you can learn from me. I think by leading from example, from the front, we can show other young men that, hey, it's okay to have different opinions with someone can agree to disagree and still respect that person. It's okay to be different than someone and to not have as much trauma or to have way more trauma. When you really have that emotional passion behind something, it shows. Whether that is fighting, weightlifting, being a musician. Part of this whole podcast, Marco, is to kind of help men find whatever that passion is right whatever really gets you up in the morning whatever it, it, it might even be something you hate as I've recently found out right but my passion is getting up now and doing shit that I hate yeah because I find it builds character that's how your emotional outlet right now could be doing something you hate because you want the end result of it building right? character and, is very important and I think that this podcast can really help men realize that. And, and there you go. You said something about character development, building mm -hmm. your character, which that's a lot of things that these a lot of people don't understand, right? Mm -hmm. That you have to build yourself up. Mm -hmm. Social media has led us all to believe that we can get it now. Can easy, get it now. quick, we get it easy. quick. We need it quick. No, man. You think people like Andrew Tate or people like, you know, UFC champions, people who just pioneer, I think they just 
they just do it. You know, do you think the opportunity just falls in their lap? Nah, dude. They're up there grinding every day, doing things they don't want to do every day, or building care, you know. Who is it that gets the most, like, think about it, man. Mm -hmm. People who have character, people who have personality, right. they get the most views, they get the most attention. Absolutely. People go to them. They have the goods to back it up. It draws people in. Exactly. They have the shit to draw an mm -hmm. audience in. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Talk about the... Um the beauty of being a man the the what i like how tate describes it the, the blank slate concept of yeah. how what we are all very similar even though me and you are very different yeah. we have almost like a similar etch line story yeah you know what i mean riff on that. so being a man is definite the beautiful part about being a man mm -hmm. is it all starts in the household the way that we are brought up the way that we are programmed being a man's a little bit more hard because you know we're not totally pretty we're not, uh, <laughs> that we, one compliment a year we're not as protected mm -hmm. we are the protectors and we definitely learn that find that out the hard way as oh, yeah. we grow up i guess it's when reality sits in because our expectations as a man is so high and we're not really taught these things until high stage in our life exactly. i mean man think about it a man doesn't really peak until he's what mid 30s exactly early 40s exactly and even in some cases mid 40s because mid 40s, yeah. because the prime earning income season now that's just how much money you're making not all the other things right yeah. but how much money you're making is usually 45. so if a, if a man doesn't really have anything else going for him that prime might not be right. until exactly. 43 to 45. Exactly. at the end of the but we that's the beautiful thing about, that's a beautiful mm -hmm. so the beautiful thing about being a man is we actually get to choose what path we want in life exactly we are really the ones who have a lot of difficult obstacles that we have to overcome from the time we're kids to the time we're men it's never ending these obstacles are the obstacles that make us who we are look at the difference between men who overcome obstacles mm -hmm. versus men who don't overcome obstacles and i think that's the beautiful part about being a man because people will listen to you if you do have you know if you have been through shit and you do carry yourself true. in a much positive light that's true but see you know? that's one of those qualities that makes a man Right, like Jordan Peterson said, you have to be dangerous as a man. You have to know how to be dangerous, but you also at simultaneously have to be able to control it. That was where he said something like, be a monster. Yes, but be, a, be a monster, but have self-control. It's funny that you mentioned that because no. my Instagram handle is actually warrior in a garden. So anybody who knows Miyamoto Musashi, mm -hmm. Miyamoto Musashi quotes, I would rather be a warrior in a garden mm -hmm. than a gardener in a war. It's another good thing about being a man because we can sharpen our skills. We can sharpen right. our tools. Uh, and you can, you can choose which tools to sharpen. Exactly. That's, the, that's the really cool part. There's no shame in being a musician. There's no shame in basically what is rap. Rap is poetry. You remember when MGK and Eminem went at it? Yeah. It's like the two white kids <laughs> at the school writing poetry to each other. That's definitely the great thing about being a man is you can define your own destiny. And, you know, you mentioned trauma, man. And, mm -hmm. you know, man, it's like poker, right? Right. I'm sure a lot of people use this analogy. Mm -hmm. it's, you get Absolutely. you get a hand and you play that hand. You don't really get to see the fold until you have very few cards left. You have to play based off of your hand. Mm -hmm. And sometimes life doesn't give you a fucking an ace and a fucking ten, you know, well, or true. two aces. You know, sometimes sometimes it's shit. And then there are those who are born with a good hand. Does it mean that you know that they're not going to go through any kind of adversity themselves? Man, Absolutely. everybody kind of has their own way of dealing with. It. I think though. Not to cut you off, Mark, no but problem. I think that trauma helps you deal with things. From I know that from my own personal experience, right? Like I told you, making lifestyle changes, right? And doing stuff on a daily basis, starting the day with something I 
freaking hate and doing something and ending the day with something that I hate is something that builds character. And you know why someone who doesn't have trauma has a hard time sticking to that is because they don't have this, this place in their mind that they can go back to where they knew it was fucking rough. They don't have they the ability. It. They don't no. have what it is. They don't really have the ability to handle it because they don't know how to handle it because they've never been through it before. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, think about a cop, right? Mm -hmm. Which I'm not against the police by any means. Mm -hmm. um, there are good ones, there are bad ones, right? I don't want to get too much into a controversial topic, but right, right. a lot of cops, right, who come off the they'll hire these cops who've never been through shit in their life. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these fuckers, man, they're either not trained right mm -hmm. uh, or I, they've never been through any. Cops should know how to fight. Cops should know hand to hand, you know? But also, yeah, but also, motherfuckers should also know how to behave. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It is very sad that we are basically growing up in an era. I am growing up, at least in an era you're already grown. I am growing up in an, in an era where it's essentially never trust the cops. Fuck the cops. You know, ACAB, what is that? All cops are bad or some stupid shit like that. And it's just People like, dude, fucking emotions, dude, man. no, 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 no. Here's what's going on. No one is disciplining their fucking kids at home. So now when the cop has to step in and do it for you, which is never a good thing, yeah. don't want the world to have to fix that because it's going to be a much harsher lesson. Here's a real trickle down, Marco. Parents, they're not going to discipline their kids. The school doesn't discipline their kids. There's a no violence policy in school now. So that means if I'm picking on you and I've cornered you and I've taken off your hat and fucking slapping you around and you even just so much as just check me once back, you get the same amount of punishment as I do. So guess what? School's not enforcing it now. Parents aren't teaching them to respect authority. School's not teaching them to respect authority. So what's left? The dynamics of socialization are very simple. So, like you said, it starts in the household. It, it truly does. Your first dynamic of socialization is your family. Your second dynamic beyond that is your church, if there is one. And then that someone- It's be the church of the streets, man. Well, that the second and third dynamic, depending on the person, tend to flip, right? Because it's either church or school. Okay. And that's the importance of those two. Well, what, is, what do they both have, though? What do they both, what does church and school, what do they both have in common? Influence. If you want to go to the, let's say, the male female perspective, right? It's like a bunch of females, right? They take advantage from a bunch of their crazy ass girlfriends. Mm -hmm. And those females that went looking for advice are going to stay single. Because they asked the fish on how to be caught <laughs> by a fisherman. <laughs> it's a wonder the, the day and age we live in, right? Yeah. Where we say something like that and that could be deemed as controversial, right? And it's like, dude, no. Like yeah, men need yeah. to ask men for dating advice because I've made the mistake as a young man asking a woman for dating advice. And what kind of, and how'd that work It's out horrible. It's horrible. I took it, I took it. And guess what? <laughs> CJ, next, you just gotta be nice. Let me tell you how it went. I met this really, really attractive lady Online, of course, because right out of college, doing the whole freaking Tinder, Bumble, whatever the hell it was. Right? <laughs> oh, yes. And I met this really cute chick, like, you know, one of those, like, half oh, half Latina, half black. She had a big booty? Yeah. She oh, had, nice. She, and yeah, she had a nice figure, too. And, and <laughs> so I took that advice because I was like, oh, man, I, I want this to work. I took that advice. You want to know how it went? How'd it go? She never hit me up again for a date. And only ever hit me up again. What kind job. of advice were you given? I was given literally what you just told me. Because that is basically what every girl tells a guy to do on a date. Especially on the first date. Just be nice. Be yourself. You know, don't worry too much. It's like my mother <laughs> the, giving uh, me advice. The opposite you know what of I how mean? not to get a bitch. I took that advice. And that's how it went. That chick, who was fine as hell, 
didn't want anything else to do with me. She did not want to go on another date with me. I asked her yeah. two to three times, which is mistake number three by that point, right? Yeah. Then she later hits me up, maybe two weeks after the last time I hit her up, asking me for a job. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Let me guess, did she get knocked up by an athlete? She and someone at where she worked were, I don't know, didn't agree or whatever, and she needed a new, a new change. In oh, so let me just come to you. Yeah, I was like, fuck out of here. And I still had her on Snapchat, and all the while, while she's asking me for a job and trying to all be nice with me now, she's posting about how she's like heartbroken. Oh, I can't believe someone's son would do this. I'm like, 